Hello and welcome everyone to our podcast series, The Spotlight. I'm your host, Friederike Schnabel. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Joining me today is Vincent Chagnot, Head of Research at Generali Insurance Asset Management. Welcome, Vincent. Hello, everyone. Vincent, the markets have had a very strong start this year. What do you make of it? Uh, welcome back to the Everything Rally Market, something that we experienced already in July and November last year. One exception early this year has been energy commodity prices, which have dropped. But a global 60-40 stock bond portfolio gained 5.6% in dollars in January and has continued the same path in early February. Such gains are rather unusual, a 95 percentile month since 2000. We see some genuine good news behind this rally. And of course, positioning has helped too, with investors putting some of their heavy cash pile to work. So what are the key drivers and are they sustainable? Well, first, the relaxation of the zero COVID policy in China and the perspective of a full reopening in spring. Second, the pullback in energy prices, especially in Europe, where natural gas prices have been divided by five from the peak of last summer. Third, hopes of a central bank pivot with the Fed and ECB downplaying forward guidance in their early February meetings. Frankly, we had recommended a slightly defensive positioning toward the riskiest assets at the turn of the year, and that was clearly too cautious. That said, we got some other things right. Uh, for example, we called for the fall in rates volatility, the downside skew in treasury yields, the good value in IG credits, and the preference for uh, emerging markets. If there is one thing that has surprised us. This is the persistence of the positive correlation between stocks and bonds. The draw rally is all the more surprising that the equity gains have seen an outperformance of cyclical stocks relative to defensive ones. Despite this unexpected optimism about the cycle, bond yields have dropped. To some extent, that reflects some reassuring news on the inflation front. For instance, the U.S. Employment Cost Index for Q4 to surprise to the downside. Do you agree about a fast improvement of the economic outlook? Let me say that the left tail of the distribution of potential economic outcomes has become much thinner. In other words, the risk of a severe recession is now much smaller thanks to the pullback in energy prices and the upcoming China recovery. But the outlook does remain challenging and the risk of a mild US recession is still serious. The leading indicators are pointing to the economy coming to a halt in about six months' time. The U.S. lending standards have also tightened significantly, and this has consistently led to a recession historically. Arguably, the labor market remains strong, and that is good news for the consumer. But we are seeing clear signs of cooling in the pipeline. Also, the Chinese reopening should see a bounce in the ailing local consumer demand and will increase the international competition for natural gas, which may push prices higher. This could make the work of Western central banks more difficult. Underneath the everything rally surface, what are the most sustainable trends and the least ones? First, rate volatility has started to recede, and we see further downside there. As monetary policy is now firmly in restrictive territory, central banks will proceed more cautiously or even will be pausing in spring, which will stabilize rates. We question, however, 
the persistence of the negative correlation between race volatility and stock prices. Sooner rather than later, the slowdown and earnings recession should break that. This should also imply a drop in the positive correlation between stock and bond prices that we have seen. Second, there might be life in the outperformance of European and emerging market stocks versus the US. Given the attractive valuation gap, the US slowdown, and the US dollar fatigue. For years, the growth differential between EM and DM economies has dropped, but now it should start to widen again. Growth above 5% in China this year will help. Chinese equity markets have performed terribly from early 21 to autumn 22 and have room to recover. In contrast, we see limited space for cyclical stocks to further outperform defensives. Monetary policy acts with lags and it's premature to play the recovery. We still like selective cyclical sectors like financials and energy, though. Finally, IG corporate spreads have compressed strongly, both on an absolute basis and relative to intra-eurozone sovereign spreads, and we see further space on a relative basis. Still like to stay overweight IG credit. Mosan, a final word on investment recommendations? Many investors have missed or lagged the spectacular risk rally at the start of this year. Positioning was too cautious. They will be tempted to jump in for the fear of missing out, and that may feed the rally for a while longer. That's a dangerous trade, though. With equity volatility trading at the lower end of the three-year range, optional positions are more attractive. At this level, it makes sense uh, to beef up hedges and protect against the risk of a downside reversal. Thanks a lot, Vincent, for sharing these valuable insights. Thank you all for tuning in and hear you soon. 